It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Stacey Marshall with Printware Magazine. Matt Vassallo with the RidingStoneWorld.com. Richard Greaves with ScreenMaking.com. Brian Walker with RTP Apparel. You are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 It's hosted by Terry Combs. Terry Combs. Terry Combs. And Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Keep on listening. I don't know if these guys are or that regular. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It's Friday, January 24th, 2020. And I'm Terry Combs. You can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at aaronmontgomery.info. Uh, today, we're going to welcome back Henry Ma with uh, Racoma to discuss hiring for your custom apparel business. So uh, two weeks in a row, Terry, of good stuff. You asked for it. It happens. I love I it. I know. Look at that. That was uh, one of my one of my wishes for 2020 was uh, was more uh, education on uh, on having employees. And yeah, two two weeks in a row. And and the first time Henry's been on the show as CEO. Last time he was COO. Yep. So yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Henry. We we got a chance to talk to him a little bit before the show started. So I'm really looking forward to having that conversation today. Lots of great stuff going on over there at Rakoma. Um, so really great. And also quick uh, special shout out to Eric Campbell, who is uh, actually operating the back end for us here. Um, and I've already screwed him up this morning by touching too many things. So I just don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> hands off. <laughs> hands, off the, hands off the board. Sorry, Eric. Um, and then I'm testing out a new little fun uh, green screen thing here. Let's see if it'll put me as, yeah, there. There's the whole that. thing. That's why my hands look glowy here. <laughs> and, and once we convinced you to ch- take off that green shirt you had on earlier, yeah, that, that, that made it. Yeah. <laughs> Your green turtleneck. <laughs> nice. So, Terry, um, let me just first and foremost say uh, FOMO is a real experience that I've been having for, oh, I don't know, a week or so now. Yeah. And uh, a big, <laughs> and the reason for that is you guys were all out in Long Beach, California. Uh, looks like having a amazing time, uh, seeing some amazing people. Uh, boy, Impressions Expo kickoff launch Long Beach Huge. seems like uh, I I I dropped the ball by not being there. So uh, <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> well, you know, first of all, the show was mega busy. Uh, as I, I know, at the Equipment Zone booth, we had people in our booth, and we were at the back towards yeah. the uh, towards the uh, aquarium area. And we had people in our booth five minutes after the show opened and uh, uh, Friday and Saturday just just jammed Sunday, like always, you know, not so much because uh, every yeah. year that show is running during the uh, during the playoffs. Hey, but luckily for me, I, as you know, our regular listeners know I'm a huge Chiefs fan. Um, the um, the uh, uh, folks across the way at Corneet, they had a big backlit. Uh, projection screen and it was directly across the aisle for me and they put the game on so i did go over and say you know i love you guys and i might even buy one of your machines now i'm i'm really pleased with this <laughs> and, and the game ended when the show ended because <laughs> <laughs> of the fact that you played the game for me and though i am a competitor of yours uh, <laughs> right. <purchasing a> machine now <laughs> but uh you know also they reintroduced at this show you remember aaron they used to have the the really big parties and uh yeah and so they had a they it was outside it was uh, a really cool event. They had a great uh, opening band, local band from Long Beach, and then they had uh, and then Mark McGrath from uh, Sugar uh, Sugar Ray uh, yeah. did all his hits, and wow. followed by Sublime. And everyone's like, "What the heck, man? This is this yeah, is pretty cool." Really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, all the all the band guys getting more involved, you know, and uh, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryan from Ryanet was uh, was instrumental in in that whole uh, situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's really awesome, man. That's great. And yeah. Uh, so speaking of Ryanet, uh, what uh, I also saw that their booth was pretty darn incredible. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody who's been to the Long Beach Convention Center, you know, there's that big round uh, arena area at the back of the hall separating. Yeah the two different halls and, and they had that, that filled, it, it was like a, uh, it was, it was like an open house in there. They had, uh, 
they had, you know, um, entertainers. They had uh, they had stations where you could go print shirts. They had a competition for the fastest shirt loader, and someone from Oklahoma Shirt uh, Company uh, won that. By the way, I ran into uh, to Justin and his crew at the airport, and he was telling me in security about his uh, his employee winning that contest. And I said, man, you, you should give him a raise. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> but, uh, but it was pretty amazing. And uh, ran into Mel Lay there. Uh, Mel Lay, now I'm announcing formerly of Sandy Lake Apparel. So that's going to be a whole different show. Uh, yeah. I, I invited Mel to be back on the show again. She might be at ThreadX. She wasn't sure. But uh uh, we're going to have her back on to tell us uh, what she's up to these days. And anybody who who doesn't remember, Mel uh, was was kind of famous for being on um, on Shark Tank and uh-huh. and uh, being on a lot of the morning talk shows when somebody uh, one of the big uh, Target knocked off uh, some of her graphics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so Mel Mel's uh, Mel's got a pretty cool story to tell, and I only had about five minutes to talk to her, but uh, she's definitely excited to come on the show and tell us what she's up to uh, these days. Cool. So. And yeah. so I heard there was live tattooing. Can we see your tattoo, Tim? <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's an evening one when we're having drinks. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I did see on Facebook Justin from Oklahoma Shirt Company getting a, a new tattoo over there. But it was, uh, I mean, it was like a three-ring circus over there. It was super cool. 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 Yeah. All right. So what, uh, who else did you run into there? What other shout outs for people that uh, we need? Yeah. And, and please forgive me if I forget anybody, but, uh, our, our self-proclaimed biggest fan, Kessa Larson from the block screen printing in Kyle, Texas, she stopped by and, cool. and did some hey, pictures. And, what's that? I said, Hey, Kessa, I'd love yeah, to absolutely. see checking out the lives for us, but she's <laughs> a big podcast listener. So uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your continued support. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of our regular regulators, Cindy King from King's Image in Odessa, Texas, came by. Uh, Joss uh, Ratliff with Central Screen Printing and Steve Ratliff with uh, All Star Inc. in Bakersfield uh, stopped by. And, and they suggested a, a show idea of uh, talking about art programs and and buying the program as opposed to the subscriptions. And they had a lot of questions about that. So that would uh, I, I told them we'll definitely address that maybe maybe with uh, some fro- folks from Corel and some folks from Photoshop uh, to, yeah, to chat yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah. Like a little round table, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I think yeah. you mentioned that to me, maybe uh, uh, our friend Clay from Corel trainer and, and uh, Dane, Dane, Clement, great Dane. Great Dane. Yeah. Um, maybe Dan Campbell. We can, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, perfect. Round table would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then Pete, uh, Pete Jr. from New Era Apparel, he exploded into my booth. <laughs> <laughs> Cameras blazing. Here's my friend Terry from Two Regular Guys. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, we need so, to have Pete back on the show. That's he, always a lot of fun. He uh, he was standing on top of a dryer uh, over an SPSI's booth, uh, filming people and yelling to the crowd. <laughs> so Pete, uh, Pete had a really good time at the <laughs> at the event. So it was great seeing him again, and he had his whole posse with him. Nice. Um, yeah. And Nathan and Susan Scott from uh, print to a T in Lake Havasu city right here in Arizona came by and, uh, Jeffrey Schultzman from sparkle gear in Groveland, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. And, and, um, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I <had to> touch <laughs> Terry at the show. <laughs> yeah, I would have watched myself after that. But anyway, <laughs> we we actually got an opportunity to have a have a nice long chat in the booth, so that was that was cool. And uh, you know, there were so many other people, but uh, these are the folks that I, I I had a chance to scan to remind me to put them on the the list of shout outs. But uh, so it was, I was like, who are these people? You know, when are we going to sell them a direct garment? Terry's like, no, don't worry about that. With <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not about work. That's <laughs> that's about this is about my my free work. <laughs> it's a passion. It's a labor of love, Terry. Exactly, exactly right. I, I was telling my daughter yesterday, uh, and she was asking me how long we've been doing the podcast, and she was stunned that it had been eight years. But that surprises me a lot too. So, <laughs> I mean, really, I think it was uh, ISS Long Beach eight years ago. You and I. I'm guessing probably having a chicken wing and eating a beer started saying, how are we going to make this happen? I was telling you about this volleyball podcast I was listening right. to. And uh, yeah, so I think it was the week after ISS Long Beach. I've got the dates written down somewhere, but. Uh, um, but back in those days, it was, uh, you know, having a podcast was much more of a rarity than uh, than today when everybody and his brother has a, has a podcast on the most uh, 
micro niche uh, area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're, we're, I think really maybe next week will be the official start of the eighth uh, year. It awesome. could be this week, but I, so we've got Henry on for the official start of eighth year. That's really awesome. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I heard the booth was awesome too. And we'll ask him about that here in just a yeah, second. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we want right, to well, thank everybody fun. for, uh, for checking out the two regular guys podcast. If you're listening to the podcast version, we would appreciate you sharing with your friends so they can become regulators too. Plus we would love and appreciate you giving us a re- review on Apple podcast, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening right now. And we are always looking for new guests. If you uh, or anyone you know uh, would like to join us, go go to calendly.com slash two, the number two regular guys, and uh, share your show ideas. And if you're watching us live right now, join in with comments and questions and reach out to your industry friends right now and have them join us too. And with that, Aaron, let's hear a word from our platinum sponsor, Impressions Expo. What is Impressions Expo? Impressions Expo, formerly known as ISS, is the premier trade show dedicated to the imprinted and decorated apparel industry. They have five shows that are produced annually in each region of the United States, including Long Beach, California, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and cap off the year at Fort Worth, Texas. Each of those five annual shows also feature over 30 seminars and hands-on workshops in categories such as screen printing, embroidery, digitizing, digital decorating, and much, much more. Visit ImpressionsExpo.com for more details, and while there, use the promo code REGULARGUYSIE for a free expo pass. Again, make sure you visit ImpressionsExpo.com to get more details. And the two regular guys look forward to seeing you there. All right. Well, thanks again to Impressions Expo. And uh, you guys put on a great event out there in Long Beach and looking forward to all the upcoming uh, shows as well. Sounds good. Well, Terry, should we dive into our conversation with Henry here? Let's do. Let's bring him in. Okay, cool. Well, let me introduce him, and then uh, I want to ask him a couple of questions that were not on the script. So uh, <laughs> we're going to start with the zingers. We're start with the zingers, <laughs> but uh, all right. So welcome into the show, everybody. Henry Maz is a business expert who has helped over three thousand startups and established business overs in over one hundred and forty countries grow their decorated apparel business. And very recently, Henry was promoted from COO to CEO of Recoma. So congratulations. Uh, as the hosts, the fire trucks and stuff like that are ringing in loud to bring you in here. <laughs> so, as the host of the Apparel Academy, a show on Rakoma's YouTube channel, uh, he offers insights and strategies for people looking for success in the decorated apparel industry. His advice and tips reach a loyal community of over a hundred thousand subscribers on email, Facebook, and YouTube. So, finally, welcome in, Henry. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Terry. Thank you so, yeah. uh, for having me on the show again. Yeah, looking forward to this great stuff. But like I said, I wanted to real quick, um, two things. Tell us uh, your experience there at uh, Impressions Expo in Long Beach. And like I said, I heard your booth was really awesome as well. So I missed that as well. So help me with my FOMO here. (laughs) Yeah, so I think, uh, as always, ISS has always been a a very good show for us. And the one in Long Beach, as everyone knows, is like the biggest one um, of of the year. And to kick off uh, 2020... It's been a really good show to kind of kick everything off and, and um, met a lot of um, previous clients uh, that, that have come by and, and visited our booth and have also you know, sold a lot of machines to, to new clients and be able to and, you know, help, the, help, help a, new, a new batch, a new wave of um, prospects get started in this business. Awesome. Wonderful. So the other question I had for you, Henry, before we dive into what we brought you on to talk about today, yeah. um, I, I recently saw that you uh, did a podcast with Jay Bear. And mm. I don't know who Jay Bear is. He's wrote several books. He's actually going to be the keynote at ThreadX coming up here. And uh, he's going to be on our program here in a couple of weeks. But uh, tell us a little bit about that. I, I'm obviously a big fan of, of Jay's work and Talk Trigger's book is one that I reference all the time. And um, 
So how, how was that experience? Oh, it, it was great. I mean, the whole conversation was was revolving around um, how to uh, how to do so- social media marketing, right? And how uh, that has helped um, give some examples of how that has helped us here at Recoma grow and kind of um, be able to help their listeners maybe get some nuggets here and there as to uh, implement any strategies or tactics into into their business and and grow. So uh, as I said on the show, I think um, social proof is is everything. And yeah. so the uh, the your ability to kind of build a com- a community of uh, loyal clients um, that are uh, that are engaged on social media, yeah. as well as being able to leverage that to kind of uh, gain new clients, is uh, very critical and something that uh, every business should focus on. Cool, cool. Well, our intrepid producer Eric Campbell is uh, in the background working very hard, and he actually put a link up in the uh, chat there to uh, to that episode over there at uh, Convince and Convert. So. Make sure you guys go check it out. Plus, there you go. Regulators, a little bonus from Henry. But Terry, shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. <laughs> yeah. All right, Henry. Are are there unique qualifications when hiring for a decorating business? Well, um, I would I would approach it uh, in in this way. Uh, I think that with the, with the decorated apparel business, it's it's quite a niche, right? So, uh, of course, you want to uh, hire people that um, have past experience, but that might not always be be available. Right. Uh, b- because it's a it's a niche market. So um, what I would recommend and this is the philosophy that we follow as well. Um, I, what I would recommend to um, to custom apparel business owners that are looking to scale and looking to hire is to look for people that are that are able to be coached. Right. So that they have the ability to learn everything about the industry, that they're um, they're 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 fast learners and that they're co- they're t- uh, they're teachable and coachable uh, and find those qualities rather than trying to you know find the needle in the haystack with someone with X number of years of experience operating a particular machine. Like that's just very difficult to find. And if, if you're able to find someone um, like that, it's it's great. But I always look for qualities that are um, able to be coached and able to be learned on the job. And I think those uh, qualities are, are in a much bigger pool of candidates than to look for people with X number of years of experience in the industry. That's right. And, 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 you know, um, there's always the risk, too, of uh, I, I remember in one particular uh, production floor that I ran, I, I was very hesitant to hire people who had worked at XYZ company because they came with so many bad habits. (laughs) So, so, but, but you're right. You know, if you, if you have someone that, that, that is coachable, it's not that difficult to teach someone how to, how to be a decorator. It's, it's having that, that right person. So I agree with that a hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. So Henry, so then I guess, talk to us about that interview process. You know, what, what are some of the things that you do specifically in the interview process, but how do you kind of understand if they're coachable or not? Sure. So um, we generally have a, a, a two-step interview process, uh, and, right. and this could be longer for different types of roles that you're hiring for. But as a small business owner, if you're looking to make that first hire to, to scale your business, first understand kind of what, uh, what role you're looking for, whether that's uh, – it depends on your business, right? Are you looking for someone that's just going to – um, operate the actual uh, the actual machine while you focus on sales, or are you looking for more of an admin person that's going to kind of process the orders and get the paperwork done? Um, so depending on those types of um, what t- what type of role you're you're looking for, uh, when you're when you're in the interview process, we ch- we we try to do a two step interview process with first on the phone, so it's a it's a quick phone screen. So okay. it's, you know, you ask a couple of questions to, re, to kind of see the, um, the soft skills of the person to see if they're, if they're a good personality fit. And then um, we bring them in for more of a technical interview where, whereby you actually ask questions that are relating to the actual um, day-to-day job and, and responsibilities that, that, you'll, you, that you'll be doing. Um, and if you find that the person is a, is a good fit, um, as a small business owner, you might even uh, want to give them a, a quick test, right? See, sure. to test if they are indeed a fast learner by maybe showing them something simple, showing them how to hoop this item. And that takes only a couple of minutes and, and, and have them, you know, show you what they've learned on, on the spot. So yeah. those are some hands-on tactics that we found um, that we've recommended to, uh, to, to small uh, uh, business owners in the customer apparel space, as well as some of the tactics that we use here at Recoma internally for our hiring process as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great, great idea, great tip that I hope people take away is that don't be afraid to, you know, when you bring people in for an interview, actually have them do a little bit of the job, you know, right. 
because every applicant's going to tell you, oh, I'm a quick learner. I can, you know, they, what was it that I heard? There's only two times in their life that somebody's perfect. It's when they were born and it's when they're writing their resume. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, right. you know, and actually do the job is big. Yeah, and it's so hard to uh, to gauge the skill set in in a thirty to forty five minute conversation, right? So whatever you can do to um, get closer to the um, to the actual skill set, that you know that's that's what you should do in the interview process. If 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 the, if what this person is, is going to be hired for is uh, is is hooping, yeah, you might want to give a quick. Um, uh, hoop test, right? Like, and 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 show them if if they have no experience before, show them how to do it, and see if they can learn very quickly. Um, or if they have experience before, then just ask them. Well, it, obviously, you said you've you've operated a, a a machine before. You've obviously done hooping. Um, here here's a hoop, and here's a garment that we typically do. Go ahead and just show me how how you would hoop it, and that will also kind of um, test whether their 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 resume is true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I've seen many times where, you know, somebody's come in and it looks great on paper. The resume looks great. Everything is good. But what they did in the past, just for whatever reason, doesn't translate into your business. Right. And, you know, so if you're not, you know, if you're just going off of, like you said, a 30, 40 minute conversation, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what they did in the past. It's what they're going to do for your company. So that's right. exactly. And then, and one other nugget that I would give, give to the uh, viewers here is that um, in the, in the, in some interviews, you want to test whether they're like, if you, if you want to find a personality fit, there's also yeah. a, a, a quick test that you can do. If you're, if you're, if you're sitting down at a table and um, having a, a, a conversation, usually people would have like a, like a pen or pen or pencil and a, and a notebook. Um, uh, what you can also do is like you act, you pretend to accidentally not knock off the pen uh, to to the to the ground and see how how they react. And so uh, the people that are more more compassionate and willing to to help out and more of a team player, their natural reaction is that they they saw the pen drop and that they would they would bend down and 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 try to help you pick it up. And then from from that you can kind of gauge what kind of like uh, you know person they are and how their personality is going to fit with with your team. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a gold nugget right there. Okay, I'm going to drop my pen, Terry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try it with a chicken wing, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I know Aaron will go for that. <laughs> okay, he'll have it in less than five seconds, you know. Yeah. That's that rule. <laughs> Not either. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, last year at, at ThreadX, uh, I believe it was Brian Adam, uh, did a, a basically an entire segment on day one with your employee. And it, it was incredibly interesting. But, uh, you know, Henry, what happens, in your opinion, on day one with a new employee? Sure. Um, I think I think this applies to not only day one, but I think in general, day one through 30. I, I, I typically break down like a new employee's um, onboarding into a 30, 60 uh, and 90 day plan. So okay. so on the, on the first day, it's it's really just taking in as, as much as possible, like just knowing the status quo. Right. And that should probably happen from day one to day 30. Um, it's just learning the status quo. And and what is currently what processes you currently have in place, and try to try to be as much of a sponge as possible. Um, from day thirty-one to day sixty is really when you now that you've gotten the foundation of um, what of what's required on the job, and you and you see what the existing processes are on the job. Now 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 the employee is, is starting to think, okay, how can I uh, how can I fit into this process and and start do uh, and start adding value. And then day uh, sixty-one through ninety is really kind of your your you're hitting the ground running. You got the you got the foundation, and um, as a business owner, you should be you should be looking at whether um, within those three month uh, three, three month period, this employee is contributing value already between day sixty and day ninety. Um, that's how I, how I typically you know break, break things down, and I think um, in in most cases within ninety days, you're able to tell whether this uh, employee is going to going to work out or not, or, or w- whether he or she is going to be a good fit. Yeah, that's awesome. So that that's great because then you're you're giving them well you're you're like I said you're giving them that foundation you're giving them the the opportunity to okay get the foundation now let's get into training or get into more yeah so we're but you've laid that out in front for them correct 
Yes, correct. And so, like they they should have an they should have an expectation coming in, even in the in the interview process. Most people ask, like, okay, so how how is the training? So one thing that I would I would recommend to small business owners is if you don't have a a curriculum or a or some sort of agenda, uh, even a rough outline of what you're going to do when the employee is, is onboarded, that's something that you should have as soon as soon as possible. Because the last thing you want is to kind of just to to wing it. Right. You should have a you should have a have a structure and and um, and uh, train the employee that way so that not only is that person trained properly, but you have a standard so that every employee coming in, they're experiencing the exact same thing. Now you have a benchmark as to like, okay, this is my training process and this is how each individual is going through it and how they perform within that training process. Right. If you're if your training is one sentence that says go stand next to that guy. Uh, that's not yeah, training. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, I, I do believe that shadowing is a, is a big part of it. But, sure. But wh- whoever you are you are shadowing needs to be engaged enough to, to show them why you're doing things and then how 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 you're how you uh, how you are expected to to do those things as well. Not just like oh yeah, just 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 w- just watch what I'm doing. Especially when they have no experience, they would they would not know what they're watching. They're just like okay, you're just doing a bunch of stuff that I don't understand. Um, so the the person that's that's being shadowed, they need to be engaged enough to to to. To, to walk them through it. And in most cases, as small business owners, like the business owner is going to be the one that's that's being shadowed. So um, it's it's on the, the the onus is on the business owner to make sure that yeah. you have a an agenda to cover and you have it structured. If you don't have that structure, I would recommend having that, you know, at least some sort of an outline um, to, to to go through what the employee would do on the first week. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's one sentence in there that I, I everybody who's listening should should take note of. Tell them why, because mm-hmm. that's hugely important, you know, to understand not here's what we do, but here's why we do it. I think that's a, that's a, a really, really big point. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I've seen that a lot where you've got somebody shadowing somebody, you know, where they're shadowing. So I saw this actually in this one floor me, somebody was shadowing somebody and the, and the new hire had asked a question and the person they were shadowing goes, oh, I don't really know. I started last week. <laughs> I, do have to, I do have to share i i, I had it this many years ago a, a new job and uh and i kept asking this one woman about uh you know well, where's this where's the copy machine where's this where's that and finally she goes i started the day before you <laughs> you, should, you should have probably opened with that <laughs> yeah yeah all right. So we're talking training a little bit here, but let's let's get into that because that's something that we love here on Two Regular Guys. Uh, how you know we've talked about a few techniques and how this occurs, but but how else can can training occur and should it occur for a new hire? Sure. I think in the context of the of the custom apparel business, a lot of it is also it, it depends on the role, but I think a lot of it will be done through shadowing. Right, especially if you're making, if you're a small business owner uh, and making that first hire, it, it really, it really depends on your structure, right? But let's say um, for for the for the sake of the 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 the, the argument that uh, you are making your first hire, then of course the everything you you have to do as a business owner to 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 train them. So the most natural thing to do, if since you're running everything, um, you got to decide what what part of it you want to offload to this to this new person and have them um, uh, help you, whether that's you know operating the actual machine or doing the doing the paperwork just walk them through what your current process is and make sure that they understand why why you're doing it and then have them after they kind of um, gone through a gone through a few reps and have seen you do it have them try it out too and then give give feedback as to whether you're doing this correctly or or you know there's some things that that need to be changed this is also a good way to gauge whether that person is a fast learner or not Right. So within the first couple of days, you should be able to have a good gauge and, and, a, and, a, and a good view as to whether this new person um, you know, has the skill set that, that you need. And so uh, the, the more hands on you are and the more you're able to guide them through each step, the better it is for you to um, you know, not only for, for you to see how, how well they do, but yeah. um, for you to give proactive feedback to them so that so that you can see the changes. And, and, you know, uh, beyond that too, and, and you kind of touched on this, but it's not just this one function that, that they need training on. They need to understand how, how this company operates, who we are is part of the training as well. Of course. Yeah. So you, you, you want to, you want to give a big overview of, of kind of, you know, what we do as a, as a company and then dive into the details of like what this person will, is specifically brought on to do. 
and then be able to guide them through through those roles. I also would recommend that um, you know don't um, don't buy off uh, bite off more than you can chew on the first in the first couple of days because they're you know even though you know training you can you can uh, give all the information within a couple of days, but it's the consumption and re- retention of the information right. that's that's really important. So you you want to give. Um, little pieces of information and then take a moment to uh, like at the start of the very next day, I always like to, um, to recap what was learned the, the previous day and Excellent. give a, give a quick quiz or, or just have a quick conversation as to, Hey, you know, we, we did this, um, in the, in the training T- tell me about how you would do this or have them show me, you know, how, how they would do a, a certain task. And that yes. shows whether they retain the information. And, and if not, you need to reiterate that before moving on to the next task. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. A really great point. Hey, before we uh, break here, Terry, Eric, if we can go back to a couple of comments from before. Cindy uh, uh, King had said uh, when we were talking about the pen trick, which is an awesome trick, I'm definitely going to, to borrow that from you, Henry. Uh, <laughs> I'm the type that would pick up the pen. And Sandy says, I love it. And for the record, I would pick up the pen. So we have a lot of empathetic uh, regulators here, Terry. So that's <laughs> very good. <Yeah. laughs> I see uh, Cindy at a lot of trade shows. So I'm going to you know, have a pinball on my out. pocket to test you. So. Test that. <laughs> and then uh, Jamie Ann over on YouTube, it said, uh, yes, I've taken what Henry has said and applies and, uh, and applies it to my business on hiring. So uh, got, uh, and, and she said, I, I feel like I start brand new every day. So wow. good stuff. And uh, <laughs> Sheila says uh, definitely easier to learn as hands-on and not just by watching. And then yeah. I agree with that. Excellent. And then Shandy says, yes, in soccer, we say that you always tell, show, and do. Mm-hmm. So these things apply across the board, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. For sure. Okay. All right. Hey, before we uh, uh, continue, let's take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor, Printavo. Let's talk organization. Keeping your shop organized is crucial to growing your screen printing business. Printavo helps thousands of shops keep their teams on the same page and look professional to their customers. If you're always getting tapped on the shoulder with questions, missing order due dates, or just ready to get to the next step in your shop, Printavo is your solution. Printavo allows shops to create consistent quotes, automate quote and art approvals, schedule jobs, collect payments, and now create online stores all inside one platform. Being cloud-based, you can even use Printavo from home and with remote employees too. Printavo has a free trial and demo which you can sign up for at their website, printavo.com. Check out printavo.com for more details and tell them the two regular guys sent you. Good stuff. Um, so thanks to Printavo and, and uh, for all of their support and uh, definitely check them out. Um, I heard they were doing some cool things did you get a mini squeegee there in Long Beach, Terry? I saw that. I, I uh, did not get out of my booth one time. So. Right. <laughs> Seems to be a common theme, Terry. You got to work on that. <laughs> I, I, I actually got to meet Bruce at, at Deco Summit. He, oh, cool. He, he oh, very was good. at Deco Summit um, last year. So, yeah, very, very cool guy and and uh, gave a session on on growing your custom apparel business. So That's wonderful. Very hey, good. Henry, before we keep going then, tell us a little bit about about that, the, the, um, you know, last time we were on, you were, you were kind of gearing up for that. Um, I, you know, I'd love to hear a little quick follow-up. How, how'd that go for you? Oh yeah, it was, it was a, it was a great, uh, great turnout. Um, we were, it, it was, it was a funny story. We, um, we actually just got the TCO for our building the day before the actual, the actual event. So it was like, literally, huh. uh, it was a godsend to, to, uh, <laughs> to have the TCO ready. We were, we were scrambling to think of plan B's of like, okay, you know, the event is happening tomorrow. <laughs> um, what happens if we're not allowed to actually be in the building? And then it happened to be that the day before the actual TCO came, came, came through. And then we were able to, you know, scrap all the plan B's and just, just go, go with plan A. But yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was cutting it very close, but, uh, overall, a, a super great turnout. I think over a hundred people um, was at was at the event. Um, you know, over forty sessions, uh, and um, people learned a lot. People learned a lot from the uh, from the hands on training. We had a lot of hands on training session with um, kind of working on the actual actual machine. We had like DTG printers and and, and embroidery machines um, and heat presses, and we also had a couple of digitizing classes too. So it was like a well rounded approach to everything decorated apparel. 
and uh, people people felt that it was very informational. And um, and and uh, at the end of this year, when we have um, our second a second annual event, we're looking to actually rent out an actual um, conference space uh, because we expect that the that the attendance is going to be larger this time. Cool, fantastic, that's awesome. Congratulations, cool. Thank you. Yeah. So Henry, let's shift gears a little bit and let's talk about retaining those employees after you've hired them. Mm -hmm. uh, how do we keep our employees happy and, and on the job and doing the things that we need them to do to be successful? That's one of the, one of the, you know, that's the million dollar question and one of the yeah. toughest yeah. things to, to do. Right. I, I think the hiring part is the, it's just a start. You, you got, you got them in and then um, how, how do you keep them uh, motivated and to make sure that you know they're doing their job properly, and and to yeah stay with you for for a long time. I think it really breaks down to as a business owner, as a as a leader in general, um, you the 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 burdens on you to make sure that you understand what makes every employee tick, right? Because not everyone is going to be motivated by the exact same thing. Some people are motivated by by compensation and money, um, great. Um, others are motivated by a, a, a work-life ba uh, uh, balance. Others are motivated by the ability to move up in the company. And you, you have to figure that out as yeah. a business owner. And the, the, the burden's on you to make sure that you are tailoring um, your approach to employee retention, uh, yeah. not, not as, a, as a blanket, but as a uh, tailored approach to each individual based on what they are motivated by. And uh, that's just by having conversations. That's by you know uh, making sure that you're you're listening to 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 what they're saying and the feedback that they're giving. And, and uh, we try to do everything within our power to make sure that obviously you know they're they're compensated well and that there's opportunity to grow within the company. But every person is going to be different. Like you know um, Sarah might want to is motivated by um, you know being able to leave at leave at four o'clock to see her kids play soccer. Like you have to, you have to know that. Uh, and, um, and someone else might be motivated by just, you know, growth and being able to move up in the company. So as the business owner, you have to figure that out. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you know, but sometimes these employees, you know, things go awry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about, yeah, let's talk a little bit about dealing with employees who have, Let's let's call it straight from the path a little bit. Right. <laughs> That's right. what my parents used to say about me. But <laughs> right. and you turn out okay, so it's yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there are times where if they if they stray from the path, I I really think that overall you have to. Um, it's it's much better to um, have other employees be a good influence on those individuals that 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 you know stray off the path, because I think the. Um, there's there's this book uh, by I think um, uh, uh, Dave Logan um, called uh, Tri Tribal Leadership, oh, yeah. and that's something that's uh, so prevalent in every organization because you know people hang out in tribes, people hang out in these quote unquote tribes, and so the 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 ones that 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 you know stray away from the pack, you have to you have to have good influence to kind of like bring bring them back because just as a business owner, if 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 you are there just to tell them like, well, you're straight off the path, like get back on track. Like that, that typically <laughs> doesn't end well. That, that doesn't, right. it, it creates more tension and, and, and more problems. So it's really listening to them and understanding kind of, okay, what's causing them to veer off path. Maybe it's a personal issue. Like, you know, you, you have to understand that. Um, and then I think the most powerful thing that you can do is to have good influence, be able to pull them back because as humans, you naturally want to, uh, you know, be associated with a group. You want to you want to feel like a part of a group. So if if the positive influence can outweigh the negative influence that's causing the employee to you know veer off path, that's what you, what the most powerful thing you can do as a business owner to bring them back on track. You got to have the the cliques and the tribes within your within your organization. Um, the 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 good tribes outweigh the bad ones. And slowly, like the bad ones will just will just you know die out, right? So either you have the stragglers that are looking for tribes to belong to, you want to have the good tribes be able to influence those people, and and then and then we've typically seen that when that happens, people does do do a one eighty, and they feel like wow now now this positive and good tribe has brought me into their to their group, I'm more um, mirroring their behavior versus ones that the business owner um, doesn't want. Yeah, yeah, well, and I think. It's really also important uh, in that whole thing is that what what you as a business owner are focusing on. So if you're spending all of your time focusing on the bad tribe, yeah, that's what's gonna 
that's what's going to, you know, oh, well, owners focus on them. I want to do what they're doing because I want exactly. that. I want that recognition, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And it's all, all about like, all these little things about, you know, um, uh, recognizing their a, a job well done or giving them a raise or, or uh, you know, um, moving up inside the company. All those little things will add up and accumulate into your overall culture. And um, as a as a small business, you know, culture might not be um, as prevalent or as important, but it definitely when you scale, you're really being your whole company is run on a on a culture. Um, sure. That that but it starts with when you're small and just you know one or two people. Uh, it starts with building, you know, planting the, the the seed and building the foundation at at that point, and then be able to have those you know, loyal employees be able to disseminate your culture and be kind of the, 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 the evangelist for what culture you want to provide. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's perfect advice. And, and I think even for the folks that are, you know, just maybe myself or one or two employees kind of people, when you're taking the time to build that foundation, like you said, the building that culture early and, and planting those seeds, that also does a great thing for your interactions with your customers because that that will help them understand what your culture is, even if it's just you. And people are attracted to those positive, focused cultures. You know, the the, the good tribes, like you said. So exactly. exactly. And and I think when when you're small, that's much easier to to do because if you only have one or two people, you you're able to spend a lot more time with with each in, individual and be able to you know have those conversations and build the culture that way. So uh, you know, more of the work is upfront. When, when you're small, but if you build the foundation, as you grow larger, that culture will be disseminated by the, by the employees, right? And then that, um, um, that goes through to, to, to the clients, as Aaron mentioned, because they're the ones that, that's going to be taking care of the, 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 the clients for the business. Yeah. So if you, if, you, if you treat your employees well and you build that culture, um, you know, they're going to naturally take care of the clients. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, you're making those evangelists early and like, and you have that opportunity. That's, that's such great advice, Henry. Thank you so much. Um, I want to catch a comment from Christine here real quick. And if you guys have specific questions for Henry, please go ahead and post those in the comments if you're watching the live broadcast right now. But uh, Christine says so much of all of this does have to do with the leadership of the boss slash owner. And that's an important point to recognize Owners or bosses who won't take responsibility for managing their employees and dealing with problems can cause such an uncomfortable work environment. Mm -hmm. um, and then she follows that up with, I think the regulators are a good tribe. Awesome. All right. So Henry, you've given us a ton, uh, just a boatload of things that people can like put into their business today. But let's say somebody just tuned in right this very moment. What is the number one piece of advice you would give somebody when it comes to employees? Sure. Um, I think one thing that I've constantly noticed is that, especially when you're, when you're a small business, um, you are probably hesitant to hire uh, because you, you feel like, well, uh, how can I find someone that can do, that can do my job just as well? Um, and one key um, note that I would give to, to, to everyone is that, if you want to scale, you, you have to let go. You have to let go and you have to, um, you have to uh, delegate at some yeah. point, right? If you want to stay small, like, you, you, yeah, sure, you can do everything on your own, but you, you will stay small. And I always say that, you know, 10% um, you know, of a watermelon is still bigger than 100% of a grape. So if, if, you, you, if you want to scale, you have to delegate so, and you have to be okay with that. And I think that's something that a lot of custom apparel, um, small business owners, um, are, their, their mindset is not framed in the right way yet because they feel like, well, I, I'm not sure if this person is going gonna, is gonna to work out. I'm not sure if I'm ready for, for that hire. When, when your business is at the point where um, your sales is being dragged back, because of you know you just can't be at ten places at the same time, then it's time it's time to make that leap. But you have to understand and you have to be okay with the fact that sure this next person is not going to do everything a hundred percent in the way that you do it. But that's yeah. completely okay because then you're moving a step forward. You're actually growing, right? And that's that's when you when you get away from the mindset that well you know I'm gonna do this all on my own. And so that's the number one advice that I would give people to be okay with with hiring. And, and take that leap 
and to not hold everything back just because someone can't do the job exactly as as you can. You know, unless we have a cloning machine, you know, you, you can't you can't scale your business. But you have to be okay with the fact that um, you know I can sacrifice some some stuff, and maybe this guy can't do it a hundred percent, but they can they can do it eighty to ninety percent. But now I can get more done. You're still growing in the in the net positive, right? Your overall net positive. Yeah, it's, it, it comes down to uh, trusting your employees, and and you know, just like you said, you you can't freak out if they don't do it exactly the way you did it. You know? <laughs> right. So, right. yeah, nice. All right, one more quick comment here. Uh, Jamie Ann said, "Our culture here at uh, Signs and Printing, we provide lunch to our employees, snacks available along with drinks. Our HR, who also happens to be her dad and the CFO of the company, cooks for us every day, and that keeps us coming back, even me. So nice." Um, yeah, that's good stuff there. Got to come by and get some lunch there, it sounds like. <laughs> um, okay, Christine says, I found that good people bring their own skill sets to the situation and often make things much better. I've had people suggest a lot of solutions that I wouldn't have considered. Yeah. So again, it comes back to that trusting thing and giving them an opportunity to do that. That's great. Um, and then uh, Jan says, right there with you, Henry. You have to be okay with the job someone else does. Hopefully, you would have created a mirror of yourself while training your employee. So, mm-hmm. Henry, what's your take on that? Yeah, that's the that's as best as as, as possible. That that like that's the best that you can do. You know, like if you can create a a a, a mirror of uh, of what you do by training the employee properly, then you you've 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 done your job right. But you know, it's never going to be a hundred percent. But you know, uh, you you have to come to, come to the conclusion that you you are okay with that. You know, yeah. um, and b- because otherwise you're you're staying a grape and you're not growing into the, in, in, into something larger. You know, and yeah. and and that's more important. I think uh, you got to look at the bigger picture and be overall net positive, yeah. than to focus on the micro and be like, well, this person can't do exactly what I do, so therefore I'm not going to hire someone like that. That <laughs> mindset, even though people, even even though it sounds crazy to say that but that's what a lot of people like in the back of their minds what they're going through is like i'm not going to hire because like why would i spend money to get someone else to do you know uh, my 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 job at like 80 percent you know they, they, they can't they, they can't seem to grasp the fact that you can free up your time to do something else and grow the business even further yeah and, and you know when when you're talking about scaling up too you have to be able to scale up your communication as well because uh, and here's a, a, an example Aaron uh, Aaron and I used to work for a company called US Screen and when there were 12 employees uh we would bring lunch in every day and we'd sit around the conference table and talk about talk about the business and mm-hmm. I remember Scott Fresner saying to me when we had 90 employees why does nobody know what's going on around here? And I said, because we don't sit around a conference table and have lunch every day and talk about it. You know, (laughs) you have to put this on a grander scale. Yeah. 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 That's great. Um, And then uh, Sheila commented uh, as an owner, you also need to be coachable. Sometimes an employee brings great ideas. Uh, I think that's a a really good point. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, let's see here. Lots of good stuff. I'm not going to get to all of them here, but uh, Christine says, uh, and I love the quotable there, Henry, the, uh, the grape and um, watermelon. Yeah. And, uh, that's perfect. But uh, Christine says, I want to be the hundred pound pumpkin at the County yeah. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. All right. Good stuff. So Henry, uh, obviously you've got a lot of great things going on over there, but tell, tell people where they can find out more about you. If uh, you know, I know you guys have a YouTube channel, all sorts of great stuff going on. So uh, how do they connect with you? Sure. Yeah, you can. If you are uh, looking for more of our content on on just cu- um, custom apparel in general and yeah. tips t- t- tips and tricks in the embroidery world, uh, you can definitely um, look for us on on YouTube. I think it's youtube.com slash Ricoma Miami. Um, you can find us on there. Also, we just launched a new website for um, Ricoma.com. Uh, it used to be Ricoma.us, and then we migrated everything over to Ricoma.com. So you can, you can find our new newly designed uh, site at Ricoma.com as well. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, um, you can follow us on on Facebook or Instagram to you know stay up to date with the latest content. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Great information, tons of uh, wonderful nuggets, and uh, so let's do it again sometime. Uh, of course, of course. Th- thank you guys so much. And, and as always, a, a, uh, uh, a pleasure to be on the show and to be able to share with your audience some insights. And hopefully everyone, you know, um, take, takes those tactics and actually de- deploy and implement it into their businesses. That's Fantastic. Awesome. awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Henry. Henry. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Cool. All right. Terry. That was wonderful. great, man. <laughs> we get so excited about, you know, the, the 
what most want to us the most wonderful thing and and to the regulators this is you know why they show up they want to learn and and to have somebody like henry at, at you know at his level i mean he's obviously moving up growing building a fantastic business and and uh so uh, and to be able to have those bullet points that you can take oh, and go, yeah. Yeah, i can implement that today that's that's awesome so, he's uh, he's that. he's one of us. He's a he's a garment decorating nerd. So he is, he is. <laughs> you know, all right. Before, though, right. before though, before we get to the the last sponsor here, um, I did get a new uh, new nickname because I love spreadsheets so much. Yeah. Fact, I should have a shirt soon, but it's uh, hashtag data hipster. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Aaron. Well, before we go any further, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Ace Transfer. Have you been looking to grow your business or start one in the garment decoration industry? After all, that's why you're listening, right? Ace Transfer Company is located in Springfield, Ohio, and we've provided our customers with high quality transfers, competitive prices, and great customer service for nearly 30 years. Ace Transfer Company offers a wide variety of garment decoration services, including screen printed transfers, contract screen printing, direct to garment or DTG, dye sublimation, signs, banners, heat transfer vinyl, pressure sensitive vinyl, and more. Use your own designs or have our in-house artists assist you in creating eye-catching transfers. At Ace, we are dedicated to helping your business succeed. So print your vision at Ace. For more information, visit our website, acetransfercompany.com. Send us an email at acetransco at gmail.com. That's A-C-E-T-R-A-N-S-C-O at gmail. Or give us a call at 800-525-3126. All right. Well, thanks again to our great friend, David Shaw. And I did, by the way, uh, see David uh, at the show, but I had so many people in my booth. All I did was one of these. (laughs) (laughs) But we appreciate the support of, uh, of David and all the folks over at Ace Transfer. Absolutely. Cool. All right. So, Terry, a couple other things coming up. And I want to start off with what uh, Eric's got, got coming up. And I know we've been talking about this for a little while now. Um, it's kind of been out there. Uh, but this this is the time because things are going to start getting hot and heavy. He's back from Long Beach. And um, so if you're not signed up already, so Eric is doing a webinar coming up March 28th. Uh, 2020 this year, uh, one of his most popular classes from the trade show floors, and he's going to teach it on time. He's going to talk about better running, bolder, more beautiful embroidery with a faster cycle from concept to completion. Uh, and uh, so that will be titled Demystifying Digitizing. So very cool. bonus content is only happening for those folks that have already signed up on the form here. And that's ericcampbell.com slash demystifying dash digitizing dash webinar. And that's right there in the, the comments section. And uh, so go ahead and check that out. And we'll also have that in the show notes. Uh, so really excited to get get that going. Like I said, um, we've been talking about it for a bit. So maybe you were kind of going, oh, yeah, I'll get to that. But now's the time to get. <laughs> the time is at hand. <laughs> time is at hand. <laughs> Here's our infomercial. Sign up now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, you can get a handshake from Terry. <laughs> and a picture. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it, love it. All right. So, Terry, the other thing that uh, he's got coming up soon is, uh, and we're all going to be at DAX Kansas City, so I'm getting excited about that. In fact, I'm yeah. going to talk to Scott Ritter here in just a moment, just uh, kind of getting the details tied up for, for all the fun stuff happening. Our uh, panel that we're going to be doing, I need to get on that and get that uh, a little more solidified, but uh, we're super excited to be presenting a panel. But Eric has got... Uh, Debating digitizing expert answers from the digitizing curious for, for the digitizing curious, not from <laughs> and uh, treatments and digitizing techniques for specialty threads. So he's got those two events. Uh, so make sure you get over to uh, Dax show, just uh, no ass Dax show and uh, check that out in Kansas City. What about you, Terry? What do you have coming up, sir? Well, I have uh, my upcoming complete screen printing business course. I'm going to be at Atlas Screen Supply in Nashville, February 15th and 16th. That's uh, right around the corner. And then I'm going to be at Workhorse Products here in Phoenix, February 29th, leap year, <laughs> and uh, and March 1st. And uh, at the Dax KC show, I'm going to be doing a seminar on, uh, it's called On Being a Great Screen Printer. A lot of tips and tricks on, on how to improve production, talk about employees, things like that. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be on 
caps, by the way. Great Same. in all caps. Great is in all caps. Exactly right. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I did something similar at uh, at I or at the uh, Impressions Expo. It was uh, I'm a new screen printer. Now what? <laughs> so anyway, um, let's get great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, February 23rd through 25th, the two regular guys are going to be uh, on the air and interviewing guests throughout ThreadX 2020, powered by. SGIA, and that's going to be right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And as always, Aaron, all my upcoming 2020 classes and events are updated, and uh, you can find them at terrycombs.com under the uh, the tab tour dates. How about awesome. you? Yeah, yeah good, good job on uh, keeping up with that, Terry. Proud of you, bud. Feet <laughs> <laughs> um, to the fire. That's what this show is all about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, so uh, coming up or in the process for me, uh, Todd Downing and I have been uh, really kind of going gangbusters with a group we're calling Our Success Group. And if you go over to OurSuccessGroup.com, you can uh, get more details there. We have two uh, videos left in our opening five keys, but you can still sign up for that and uh, be a part of that and get all the uh, first three uh, that we did. The, the third one was done last Wednesday and just become part of that community. Not only has the training and stuff been great, but the, the community that we're building around that has been fantastic. Just lots of people helping each other and, and kind of, you know, how, how do we get from point A to point B? You know, we're talking about the real basics of determining your overhead to setting your pricing. And we talked about workflow and optimization last Wednesday, next Wednesday, we're going to be talking about the delivery and follow-up. You know, you don't just throw shirts in a bag and toss them at your customer and say, here, here you go and walk away. <laughs> How do you bring in more business by that whole process of just delivering stuff? And then and then the last one that everybody's clamoring about here on the fifth, uh, the last one of that particular series on the fifth is going to be about marketing and uh, just an overview of marketing. Probably going to spend a lot of time on Facebook ads. You know, the, the training has been going about an hour long, but then we stay for questions and answers afterwards. And uh, the first week was an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, the second week was an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, last Wednesday was an hour and 30 minutes. So my I guess, see, I uh, see a trend here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My guess is, yeah. By the time we're done, you better set aside three, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's all recorded. All of it, all the questions and answers, all of it's recorded. So you can go back to it anytime. We got little goodies that we give to you along the way, some spreadsheets, some tools, some things like that. So we've really been, um, enjoying the heck out of that. And so we'd love to have you guys be a part of that. We've already launched phase two, which will be the monthly training, uh, bi-monthly trainings after that. Uh, so just just a lot of excitement there. Um, I'm also excited to get to Las Vegas. I get to take my wife with me, so I'm pretty nice. stoked about that. My mom is actually coming out to uh, watch our son, so we don't have to take him out of school. And <laughs> uh, so Las Vegas for the International Awards and Personalization Expo. Uh, it's, it's my first time going to this show. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and so I'm really excited about that. And um, I will be presenting two seminars there, Social Media 101, Why and How, and then uh, Digital Marketing, Growing Your Business with Email Marketing. Uh, those are both happening on Tuesday, February 18th. Uh, and then the next day on Wednesday, I will be on a sublimation panel with Lisa from JDS and uh, Jimmy Lamb from Sawgrass. So uh, be cool. spending some time with there. And Jan says uh, she will be there. So uh, looking forward to meeting Jan face-to-face uh, -face finally. I don't think we've ever done that. So if we have, I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like I said, we, we'll be at DAX. I think once we get a little closer, I'll talk. I'm doing an e-commerce, so what works and what didn't uh, seminar there at DAX. Super excited about everything going on at DAX. I am, like I mentioned before, pulling a Terry Combs, getting on a plane, one place, one place, one place, living out of a suitcase for about uh, what feels like three weeks, but I think it's just a week and a half. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, Terry. Uh, yeah, so I think we covered, I got NBM Santa Clara coming up February 7th and 8th. We talked about DAX, Kansas City. We've talked about ThreadX. So uh, is there anything that we missed, Terry? I don't think so. Uh, just uh, I, I didn't have Jan on my list. Sorry, Jan, here <laughs> on my list of shout outs. Yeah, well, there you go. Now you can do it right now. <laughs> shout out to Jan. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome meal uh, of uh, of uh, burnt ends and uh, and some uh, assorted other uh, steak type meats. It was very cool. <laughs> wow, Yummy, yummy. That sounds great. All right. Cool. Well, Terry, I think we've come to the close of the show. Great information from Henry. So uh, 
yeah, let's wrap this up. All right. Very good. Uh, thanks uh, to our show producer, Eric Campbell, and uh, you can find him at ericcampbell.com and our other sponsors, uh, Impressions Expo, Pre- uh, Printavo and Ace Transfer Company. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks to them. And uh, next week, Terry, we're going to be talking with uh, Vic Autry, who's with iPersonalize. And uh, we're going to be talking about selling digital print on Shopify. Uh, he's got a new app over there in the Shopify store. That, That'll uh, be cool. Re- yeah. I look forward to it. So we're, you know, employee engagement, employee stuff. Now we're going to move on to some some selling and marketing and and uh, getting your wares out there in the in the e-commerce world. So I'm excited b- because you also have to sell things to pay those employees. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. Until then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery, and we are the two regular guys. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash two regular guys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash two regular guys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.